Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Welcome to episode 60 of the What the Wealth podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Bedner, certified financial planner. This podcast is to help you go from financial confusion to financial confidence. Today, we're going to talk about a couple of different things. The first thing I want to talk about is something that Carl Richards, who is a thought leader in the world of personal finance and money and how kind of emotions and money come together. And what he said a couple of weeks ago was money equals feelings. And he actually, this is the exact quote. He said, we all know that no matter how worried, scared, or excited we're feeling, two plus two always equals four. But when it comes to money, two plus two equals feelings. As it turns out, money is not in the math department. It's in the psychology department. I think that quote by Carl Richards perfectly summarizes money and the emotions that are involved when money's here, whether you lose a $100 bill, whether you um, make money in the stock market, whether your you know, rental or your, your home values go down in value, whether your investment portfolio goes down in value, when you get a raise, all kinds of emotions are centered around the interactions you have with money, both positive and negative. And what we know is money is an emotional. We we attach all sorts of meanings and feelings to it. And sometimes that can cloud our judgment. It's important to be aware of these emotions and to make sure that they don't influence our decisions. That's the big risk. When the stock market is down, it can be tempting to panic and sell out our investments. But this is usually a mistake. And it, it's also important to remember that eventually probability in history says, you know, the market will rebound. And when you end up panicking or or the financial jargony word that we use inside the industry is capitulating. But, you know, when you panic or capitulate, what happens is you often miss out on the recovery. And so I just want to take a second to to say that money feelings are normal and it's okay to have anxiety and happiness and sad and anger and and joy about money all of these things are are normal that we all experience and sometimes it's really really hard to take some of these emotions out of the way we think it just i mean it just kind of happens it's natural but it's best if we can oftentimes kind of take a step back and just think about okay deep breath pause what does this actually mean? What, how does this impact me? And just kind of understanding that just because something happened in our initial thought, you know, that kind of clicked in our head can, can immediately start driving the, the conversation, can start driving the, the feelings. But sometimes just kind of taking a deep breath and thinking about how it actually impacts you is a huge, huge benefit. I posted on 
LinkedIn today. If you're not following me there, you can, and I'll post a link in the show notes to my LinkedIn profile. But today I posted uh, what I call an emoji guide to investing. And it's a great visual for showing the emotions that we feel. So, you know, it's it's happy, it's elated, it's, it's excited, it's it's feeling empowered on the way up. And then on the way down, it's it's anxiety and frustration and nervous and scared. And then you kind of get into this mad feeling. And and you get to a point where it's it's just like praying, please don't go down anymore. And and I think that's really kind of where we start to you know see these people just kind of panic and just sell out. Get me done. I'm done. I'm over it. But a lot of times, what I've been trying to tell clients lately is a lot of those times when you just want to absolutely give up are some of the best times to invest. You get some really really good bargains in the market or in real estate or whenever your investment is of choice when the, when the market is down again i i'm usually specifically talking about the stock market but the real estate market ebbs and flows as well and so when you get opportunities if you are prepared to take on those opportunities and and you have a plan on paper on purpose then what you're able to do is actually take advantage of those knowing that, you know, you have a strategy. So I'll put a link to this, this picture. Cause I, again, I just think it's a really cool, unique kind of way to think about investing. We all talk in emojis now. Anyway, if you've seen my one page wealth plan, you know that I use emojis on the wealth plan. Again, I just think a picture's worth a thousand words. And I think that a lot of times, you know, we talk in emojis every day through text now. So it's just, it's kind of become natural to just look at these and just understand what they mean. So, you know, I think I just want to kind of talk about this money equals feelings thing and just know that this is normal, that it's okay. What you don't want to let happen is the emotions and the money drive these decisions. So, Let me take a step further and say one of the most important questions I have gotten recently is my assets are down. Should I be moving money out of the stock market? This question has come up many, many times recently, and it goes back to exactly what we were just talking about on this money equals feelings it can be scary. And so what what people tend to do is think, well, I know that I could push a button, sell everything and go to cash. And that feels good in the moment. It feels like you took a, well, it doesn't feel like you definitely would have taken a proactive move and done something if that's what you end up doing. But it's usually not my recommendation. And it often can cause another problem, which is, well, if you do that, when do you go back in? And most people will wait to go back in once the skies have cleared. What I've talked to a lot of people about lately uh, and what we did on our office hours podcast, office hours webinar for clients last week was the 
quote that Warren Buffett says, when it's raining gold, put out the bucket, not the thimble. And obviously this is a metaphorical comment, but, but the point is, this is when the greatest opportunity is to accumulate assets, to be in a position to buy when these investments are down. And that's when you can end up seeing a big long-term return on your portfolio and your investments longer term. There was a piece that Dimensional Fund Advisors put out called Bulls, Bears, and Long-Term Benefits of Stock Market Investing. And I'll, I'll also have this PDF in the show notes. But what it what it talks about is obviously the return to the stock market. So from 1926 to 2021, the S&P 500 index experienced 17 bear markets. And a bear market is a market that falls at least 20% from the previous high. And these declines range from down 21% to 80% across an average length of 10 months. So what Dimensional Fund Advisors research has said is, on average, a bear market lasts around 10 months and has gone from being down 21% to down 80%. And the 80% was back in the 1930s, 1932 timeframe, the Great Depression. And so most of us have not experienced that, but we've also experienced some other kind of traumatizing times throughout history. And so what this is kind of saying is just putting some perspective around how these down markets perform. On the flip side, when we're looking at the upside, there are 18 bull markets. So it's almost essentially for every bear market, there's a bull market. And these gains, bull market is a gain of at least 20% from a previous bottom. And they've averaged 55 months in length. That is four and a half years on average. And advances or the market appreciation has ranged anywhere from 21% up to 936% up. So that's some pretty substantial upside on a cumulative basis when you start looking at these over the longer period of time. So when we pair these bull markets and bear marks together, you can see that equities have been rewarded for these disciplined investors, these investors that have kind of ridden the roller coaster. The other way that we can think about this is the only people that get hurt are the ones that jump off the roller coaster mid-ride. I think that quotes a perfect summation of what you know, really I'm trying to, to talk about here. It is when we're building financial plans and investment portfolios for clients, we are building plans to tailored to you, your specific circumstances, your specific needs. And a lot of times we'll have a war chest set aside. And this war chest is to provide you income for three to five years so that when the storm clouds come over us, we've got a place to continue getting your income from without having that portion of income exposed to the market. And we believe that having that war chest is is very important for you know long-term success of an investor. I want to talk about another thing that 
Putnam Investments had sent me, this was probably late last year, but they there's a piece that they have that say stocks have overcome short-term events to move higher. And this goes from December 31st, 1940 to December 31st, 2021. So it does not include the last six months that we've seen here of this drawdown. But what it does include is Pearl Harbor attack, Korean War, Kennedy assassination, when President Nixon resigned, the financial panic of 1987, that would include Black Monday, Gulf War ultimatum, September 11th attacks, Lehman's bankruptcy. This was the financial crisis of, of you know, 2007 and, and 2008. U.S. debt downgraded, Brexit, COVID pandemic. These are just to name a few. There are hundreds and hundreds of macro events that happen globally that can drive the stock market. And what this shows is the growth of a $10,000 investment in the S&P 500 index from 1231-1940 to 1231-2021, $10,000 turns into $76 million. And you, you have all of these headlines of, you know, inflation and interest rates and spending and bankruptcies and, and and recessions and depressions and pandemics and and everything bad that happens and the market goes up the average annualized return of this number is 11.67%. So on average over the last 80 years the market has averaged 11.67%. Now, I do want to say that you cannot directly invest in the S&P 500 index. It's an index that you can't invest directly in. There are tools that you can use to invest in something that mirrors this index pretty closely, very closely, but you can't actually invest directly into the index. The index tells us how the market performs. There are other tools that you can use to invest in that that mirrors that index pretty well. So I, I do want to just kind of say that. Overall, you know, back to the question of should I be moving money out of the stock market? While everybody's personal situation is different, if you have an emergency fund, if you have a war chest, if you have an opportunity fund, then what I tend to recommend to clients is to be looking for opportunities. When it rains gold, put out the bucket. Let's be looking for opportunities that we can try to take advantage of some of this weakness to better position yourself for long-term success. Those are my thoughts. I will have all of this information in the show notes. Other bit of news is on the 15th of June, I published my second book, What the Wealth, Identify Your Core Values, Reignite Your Dreams, and Combat the Five Big Risks to Retirement. This book is a framework we use for our clients so that they have a plan on paper on purpose. And the first two things we talk about 
are some of the most important parts of retirement planning, identifying your core values and reigniting your dreams. That's how we help you build a framework, a life of purpose and fulfillment so that you can enjoy your time. We believe time is your greatest asset. And, you know, if if you don't have time, you don't have anything. And so what we want to do is make sure that you are living a life you love, that you create that life you love, and that you're confident in your retirement. And, And this book does a great job. I'm biased, obviously, but I think this book does a great job of really trying to help you identify your core values, reignite and identify your dreams, and then provides a framework for things to think about as, you know, you're planning to, to combat the five big risk in retirement. If, and I'll also have a link to, to the book in the show notes. If you are interested in someone walking this journey with you and you need help, we are, we would be happy to walk that journey with you. Send me an email at Jonathan at whatthewealth.com, or you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, you can do so. We're on Apple, Spotify, wherever podcasts are found, we're there. So Again, thanks for listening. Hope this has been helpful to kind of just put perspective around money and feelings, the stock market, how you should be thinking about the stock market right now, and and if history is any kind of guide, what we can expect. So again, thanks for listening. Subscribe. Be confident in your retirement. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. The information of this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial.